0: Welcome to Volcano Watch.
1: This is a weekly podcast to update you on the volcanic activity of the week. I'm one of your hosts, Corinne Jorgensen.
0: And I'm your host, Alessandro Muso. We are PhD students at the University of Geneva.
1: We study volcanoes and we're here to give you all the hot volcano
0: news. First, the weekly volcano news, and then the focus of the week.
1: Which is a volcano myth this week. We love myths.
0: Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's November 1st at the time of recording and this is your quick update.
1: Okay, we'll start off with the big star of the week, La Palma. It was a busy week with the eruption sh- showing no signs of stopping. Where we last left off last week there was five uh, vents, fire fountaining and the destructive lava flows had breached the San Nic- Nicolás district.
0: Early in the week there was a lot of ground deformation and in a 24 hour period there was 10 centimeter of inflation, that is pretty a lot uh, through the week uh, the seismic activity increased with more than 200 earthquakes of about 2.5-4.2 of magnitude in just 24 hours, and several are at shallow depth, so 10-12 kilometers. On October 30th, the biggest earthquake thus far off magnitude occurred, it's though that this quake indicates more magma coming to the surface.
1: Gas wise, uh, SO2 levels are decreasing slightly, but CO2 is actually increasing. Um, And this combined with the seismic activity might actually indicate that we have more magma coming from depth. And to explain a little bit the volatile side of why, I'll give a little bit of a longer explanation. So magmas can carry volatiles it dissolved in the melt, and volatiles being HO2, CO2, SO2. These are those kind of the common uh, volatiles that you would have. And so they carry it dissolved in the melt. And these different volatiles have different solubilities and the solubility, uh, one of the big factors of it changes uh, with pressure. And you've probably seen an example of this. If you've ever opened a pop can or a beer bottle, you know, the CO2 was under pressure. And when you took the, when you opened it, you released the pressure. Um, and so the gas that was dissolved in, in the liquid is no longer dissolved. It exhausts So the same thing kind of happens from with magma from deep, but, Different volatiles have different solubilities, and CO2 is one of the least soluble of the gases, so it's the first one to escape. Um, and so this means that if you have a decrease in the SO2 and an increase in your CO2, it means probably there is magma that has CO2 in it that hasn't been released yet, which indicates that it could be new magma. So that's kind of where that that idea is coming from.
0: Also seen at La Palma this week was volcano lightning in the eruptive column, and in volcanas a few really great picture on their Twitter. The lava flow seems to be less intense at the end of the week, potentially because it's being uh, diverted into tubes. Regardless, this week we uh, sadly saw more destruction of homes and farmland.
1: As always, we hope the next week brings some quiet for the citizens of La Palma.
0: Yeah, we really hope it, Corinne. So, so in the rest of Europe we saw a few ash farts from Etna this week. At uh, Vulcano the arrests slowed down a bit, just as our friend were on volcano, but it's speaked up again and the CO2 and SO2 fumarole's temperature remained stable and elevated. So no change in ground deformation.
1: Okay, in Asia we saw the usual activity from Swannons to Jima, Ibu, Lewatolo, Dukono, Karaminski Merapi and Ipeko.
0: At Krakatau in Indonesia there was an eruption on October 26th. Luckily this was a phreatic eruption steam dragon, water flashing to steam like a geyser, but there was some fragmentation causing ash too. Not many strange signals the week before, so the eruption was a bit of a surprise, we can say.
1: This week we had some interesting activity from the Serechev peak, uh, which is in Russia. Satellite imagery show, showed some hot spot and gla- gas plumes from the crater. The eruption has technically been happening since February 2020, but there really hasn't been a lot of activity since the summer when we got a whopping 14 kilometer tall plume. So maybe we'll get a big plume next week. Savankaya better watch out.
0: <laughs> so, talking about Savankaya, India America, Savankaya regains her crown for the tallest plume with a 7.9 kilometer plume. For Halloween, that's amazing. <laughs> Runners up include uh, Nevado de Ruiz, Sangay, Popcat Petal, Semispachnoi, Fuego, Reventador, and Nevado de Chian.
1: Uh, Nevada de Ruiz in Colombia had a little bit of. of... Extra elevated seismic activity this week, a little bit more than normal, which is thought to be due to increased fluid uh, movement, so gas, water, magma. This resulted in a little bit of a taller plume than than usual from Nevada Delawares, uh, seven point three kilometers t- tall plume. But then after this, activity went went back down to to the the levels we've seen in the last last few months. The alert level remains at yellow.
0: So that's the quick update for this week. Thanks to the sources, VolcanoDiscovery.com, the uh, Indonesian Volcano Observatory, Involcan Twitter, and the Smithsonian Institution Global Volcanism Project.
1: It's time for The Focus.
0: So, today for The Focus, we are going to chat a little bit about another ethnomyth. I particularly love ethnomythology.
1: Yes, me too. Uh, All volcanomists, they're just filled with so much joy and happiness, and there's no sadness in them ever at all.
0: I do agree, all the Greeks and Roman myths usually are so full of happy endings and joy.
1: (laughs) So today we're going to talk a little bit about Hephaestus.
0: But for who didn't know or accidentally forgot who Hephaestus is, here for you a quick reminder.
1: Okay, so Hephaestus is the Greek god of fire, but also of blacksmiths, metalworking, and carpenters.
0: So, as you probably know, Greek divinities are used to have a Roman counterpart, as for example Zeus and Jupiter, and and in that case, the Roman god for Hephaestus is Vulcan. Hmm. Isn't it amazing, Corinne?
1: Yes, but apparently the joy ends here because Hephaestus was uh, reportedly quite ugly.
0: Ugly? Uh, Which is the problem?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, maybe it's not a problem, but like you know, Olympus, the, the gods there, they weren't they weren't the most welcoming, and uh, they, it wasn't maybe a happy place for an ugly god.
0: Hmm: I think that Olympus was not a happy place in general, Corinne. These Greek gods always did cruel and unhappy things, so please tell me what happens this time?
1: Okay, so Hephaestus is the son of Hera and Zeus, but as soon as he was born, uh, his mother noticed that he was uh, particularly ugly and a bit deformed.
0: But Hera was a nice mom, and she decided to keep it like this.
1: No, she did not. She threw him from uh, Olympus.
0: Nice. Nice.
1: Yeah, but Hephaestus actually survived because he fell into the sea.
0: I'm not sure that from the Olympus' height makes any difference if the baby falls on the land or in the sea.
1: Alessandro, this is mythology. Just, like, suspend your ideas of physics.
0: Okay. You're right, Corinne. Please continue. I'm sure I will be amazed by the joyful end of this story this time.
1: Okay, so... Th- Hephaestus, baby Hephaestus, was collected by two nymphs inside a submarine cave, where he learned the blacksmithing trade, and he also set up a small factory there.
0: Super nice.
1: So do you know where his blacksmithing factory was?
0: Too easy. It must be Sabancaya! (laughs) No, I'm joking. I guess he's that, not. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. So, the Hephaestus, like, full myth is actually quite long, and there's several different versions, so today we're not going to go super deep into the story, but we'll tell you a little bit more. So, basically, Hephaestus was happy, more or less, in, in doing his work with the Mount Etna fire, becoming the best blacksmith ever, living his dreams.
0: Shouldn't be so bad.
1: Yeah, and apparently he, like... He even worked with some Cyclops They helped him with a few engineering projects.
0: Cool, yep. the Edna talk to each other.
1: Yeah, it's almost like it's a whole fantasy world. Anyways, he also apparently uh, managed to mend his relationship with his mother. He's a blacksmithing, fixing things, mending relationships. And thus, she invited him to a huge banquet on the top of Mount Olympus.
0: I was exactly expecting a joyful hand like this.
1: Except for... He mended the relationship with his mother, but not so much with his papa. Uh, and so <laughs> Zeus threw him off the top of Mount Olympus again. Oh. And this time he lost both his legs. Ah, uh, yeah. And can only walk with a stick. rifle. So, Hephaestus decided to take revenge on his mother by building her a golden throne. But as soon as she sat down on the throne, she got imprisoned, and it was not able to get up off the throne.
0: Is it fair? I
1: I mean I don't know. Zeus was the one who threw him off, not not uh not Hera, but I I don't know. Regardless, Hera was just screaming super loud, and everyone in Olympus got like super super annoyed, and all the gods were like begging Hephaestus to free her because she was just so annoying, and so he accepted to do that. Only in exchange that he could marry Aphrodite, who is the goddess of beauty, and she was quite beautiful. Yeah.
0: Okay, Corinne, let's hand the myth here. I'm not sure Aphrodite was super happy about this wedding. I can imagine she wouldn't be. Oof. But let's imagine she was. Okay. And this is the happy ending. I really need joy this period. But <laughs> if any of you do not care, <laughs> oh, about happiness please let us know in the comments on instagram and Twitter at volcano underscore watch or by mail at volcano watch the podcast at gmail.com and we will continue this story in another episode and I am almost sure that there will be more blood and sadness
1: yeah I would I would guess that it probably will be but that's it for today that's all you guys get uh, thanks to our our sur- sources uh, for this myth uh, the Guard in the kultura.biografionline.com
0: and thank you for spending some of your time with us
1: yeah we hope you guys enjoyed and we will see you next week bye Bye. (laughs) bye